Welcome to All Things Sleep and Parenting. I'm Pam. And I'm Elisa. And one of the founders of Restful Parenting. Hello, we are back. And today, as always, we're sitting with Elisa and Heidi. And today's topic of conversation is going to be bedtime routines, nap routines, bedtime routines. I would love to get myself a routine. It's important. I think everybody should have a routine, um, even us adults. I mean, we have we tend to have a little bit of a smaller routines. Maybe we're not as consistent, um, but we still kind of do our things, right? We go to the bathroom, we brush our teeth, we, do. we, we kind of like face. put the house to sleep, right? You like lock yes. the door, turn the dishwasher on, but we're not even like cognizantly thinking of it. But it is part of our routine, yeah. and it helps us go to bed. We wouldn't just be like. Put your pajamas on, go to bed. Like, like I check the door. I mean, my husband does that, but yeah, typically. My husband does too. I know. I'm going to bed. Good night. And like goes to sleep. And falls asleep right away. That's also not good. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll put the dog out and lock up. No, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. Um, But he does crash quickly without any sense of kind of routine. Whereas I definitely do. Like, I like to go to the bathroom. I like to brush my teeth and wash my face and get into my pajamas. I like to read a little bit. Um, definitely read more pre-children, but I still like to encourage some little bit of reading at night. Sometimes it's only half a page before I fall asleep. Um, but when it comes to our children, especially our little, little guys, um, that routine can be started quite early. And um, it's something that follows you through as they get a little bit older um, for years and years. Like we still have bedtime routines with our with my guys who are a little bit older. Um, my boys are six and seven and Alexa's almost 10 and we still have bedtime routines with them as well. So what we want to do is typically around three-ish months. Um, it's nice to kind of start a little nap time and bedtime routine. It doesn't have to be anything big. Um, it's just kind of the same, a couple of the same steps before putting them to sleep, especially at that three month age. And your baby or child really relies on those sequence of events to happen every time they go to bed so that they know what to expect. A big thing with children and even Babies, they need to know what to expect. And the only way that they know that is through us showing them. Consistently. Mm -hmm. Repetitively. Yes. We do that in our classes with games and just playing tickle games, right? And I really encourage parents to, like, build up that anticipation. So you do the little rhyme and then you're like, right and I say you know try to build it up even more and more and more and just watch their face learn to be like oh yeah here she comes here she comes so learning to build anticipation and anticipating what's coming next is a huge um, cognitive brain development thing so it helps with bedtime as well Mm -hmm. absolutely it does it's a great cue so as they get a little bit older and they're starting to fall asleep on their own or we're teaching them how to fall asleep on their own our bedtime routines for me my nap time routines were really basic I didn't do um I have a few kids so I, I can't really spend a whole lot of time especially if I have toddlers downstairs and I'm trying to you know get the infant up or or the baby upstairs to bed so our bedtime routine was really simple we would go into the room we would turn off the lights. This was after like a feed or a diaper change, all of that stuff. We'd turn off the lights. I would stand, um, I'd turn on the sound machine, close the curtains. Um, my husband, if he listens to this, is going to say, turn on, turn on the sound machine. You never turn the darn thing off. Um, <laughs> so if you turn your sound machine off, 
turn it on. Um, so sound machine on, close the curtains, and I had to stand in front of the crib in the exact same position because heaven forbid if I turned, you know, to the left and there was all this new environment for them to look at, that would be super exciting for them. So I would stand in front of the crib in the same position and I sang the same song, um, typically twice. I would sing their little song, nice big deep pressure hug, kiss. I would put them into bed and they'd happily fall asleep on their own. For bedtime, uh, we would do their bedtime routine, add their stories in, and then keeping that last, you know, couple of minutes the exact same. Turn off the lights, turn on the sound machine, close the curtains, stand and have our um, bedtime song snuggling into bed. The important part is you don't want your bedtime routine to be too long. Mm. And you do want it to be consistent from night to night and from day to day with naps. So... If your bedtime routine is too long, then you risk your baby becoming overtired towards the end of that routine, and then they'll have a much harder time settling. But also with toddlers who are pushing those boundaries and testing all the limits, if your bedtime routine is too long, that's when they no longer can feel secure, and so they'll start testing more and more and more limits because they don't know what to expect anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just dragging on too long for them. Yeah, so what would you say a bedtime routine, what would you say a bedtime routine, a good bedtime routine length would be? About five to 10 minutes for naps is really all that you need. And for babies, maybe 15, maximum 20 minutes. For babies, even like 15 minutes is long, right? It depends on the age. But for toddlers, you don't want it to be much longer than 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, you risk... And even then, that's... 30 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes is pushing it a bit. So that, that includes all those things that you do in your routine. So the book reading... You limit it to, you know, just two books or something. The pajamas, the teeth teeth brushing. brushing. You don't want to exceed about 30 minutes for that routine. Yeah. And bath time can be part of the bedtime routine. But I wouldn't make it an expectation that bath is going to happen every single night. Because if it is happening now, um, where bath is every night, not a big deal. But there will be nights where you're like, uh, time crunch and the thing that's going to go is going to be that bath time. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I just never wanted to commit to having bath every night. I'm lucky. (laughs) My children are lucky if they get a bath every three nights. So, you know, every other night is good. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it was never an expectation in my home. And I can tell you that without the bath, we never had any sleep challenges yeah you know beyond when I started yeah Yeah. when I started sleep coaching we never had any sleep challenges beyond that with that routine Mm -hmm. yeah because you don't want it to be one of those like but I didn't get my bath I can't go to sleep and you're like okay but we're really late already and if I give you a bath you're gonna be even later right so sometimes that sleep takes that priority yeah so So that's a choice if you want to do bath every night that's great some people want to do that if you don't want to commit to that and you don't want it to have to be a part of your every night you don't have to yeah and I think let's come back to you mentioned those setting those limits with the bedtime um I think the one of the biggest pieces is the stories for that setting limits yeah because it turns into no I want one more can I have one more story can I have one more story yeah yeah and now we're reading seven or eight books it's taking us 20 30 minutes just to get through story time um we want the bedtime routine to be 
effective in the way that it is consistent, but that it's also calming and that it's that wind down before bed. We don't want it to turn into, you know, one-on-one playtime. This is the only kind of one-on-one time I get. I'm going to take it as much as I can. We want to, um, yeah, like let's, Let's not let it go overboard with the amount of books that we have. And as our little ones get older, um, I really like to include that talk time. Yeah. I know we talk about it quite a bit, but it really is such an important piece to the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So if we have little ones that are still in the crib, having that, you know, we do that five or six minutes, ten minutes in the in the rocking chair, having a little snuggle, letting them talk. And then we run through our little bedtime routine Um, as they get a little bit older. If they're in a bed, um, I still crawl into bed with my guys and we still snuggle and have that little bit of talk time before bed. It's short. It's five or ten minutes. It's not until they fall asleep. I want to I always want to make sure to leave before they fall asleep so that we don't get into that habit doesn't take long to create that um but having that talk time in the routine and then having that consistent routine from night after night regardless if it's mom or dad or friend or partner or sitter or grandparent or whatever we want that routine to be consistent enough that they can um feel that that is that wind down and it's time for bed Mm -hmm. yeah And when I was coming up to the time where I was ready to teach my son how to fall asleep on his own, and same with my daughter, one of the mixed feelings I had was I really did enjoy that time spending with them and cuddling with them. So I didn't want the fact that I was teaching them how to fall asleep on their own Mm -hmm. to come in the way of that bonding time that we had before naps and bedtime so there's a happy medium there and that is to incorporate that last connection before they go into bed so for me it was sitting in their nice comfortable chair with me and we just kind of sat in silence and I rocked them in the rocking chair for a couple of minutes and just they hugged me they cuddled with me and that was that last connection before I then stood up and put them into bed. They were awake after I did sleep coaching. They were awake when I put them into bed, but I still got to have that time with them. And that for me was golden. That was the golden Mm -hmm. ticket for, you know, helping with those mixed feelings that I had. Yeah. We lay down with our little ones when they were in their own bed going to sleep and they would come home from school and we'd be like, how was your day? Oh, fine. Mm-hmm. You try to ask more questions. What, what did Weather Bear wear today? Or <laughs> who did you sit with for lunch? And they'd be really quick. And then I found that it was right before they went to bed where yes. that story of what happened at recess would come out. And so sometimes it would take, you know, a little more than 15 or 20 minutes. But then I actually got the, them talking again. So it was kind of like, you know, sort of balancing the scale. It's like, yes, mm-hmm. it did take longer, but then we actually got to hear about what was bothering you that day and why you kind of maybe came home grumpy. And then once they kind of got off their chest, they would kind of be like, okay, good night, mommy. And then they would yeah. roll over onto yep. their own side. I would lay there for another minute, rub their back. And then I'd be like, okay, good night, honey. And then leave. And I think that's one of the challenges too, is our families, it's bedtime. We shouldn't be talking. Stop talking. Shh, yeah. Stop talking. We see it as them stalling, right? Oh, yes. they're, they're telling us about their day now. Oh, what a great time for you to tell us about your day. Oh yeah. You're doing this to manipulate us because yeah, it's you know bedtime. it's bedtime, it's but bedtime. they're processing their day at the end of the day, just like we do as adults. 
I know. Oh my for gosh, me, I for climb sure. into bed with with Rich all the time, my and I'm like, mind oh yes. racing. yeah. Don't forget about this. We have to do this. Yep. I'm going to tell you about this. Oh, yeah. You're, this child has this. And, um, oh, yeah. Don't, don't let me forget this in the morning. Thanks. Yeah, I can't and tell he's you like, how I many times. He's like, I already fell asleep. You yeah. just woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't tell you how many times I've been lying in bed and I have to get up and write something down yeah. so that I don't forget it the yeah. next day because that is when my brain is processing everything that happened during yeah. the day. Yeah. So it's the same with our children. And it's so important to give them that space and the time in our in our in the safety of yes. being with the ones that, that they feel the safest with mm-hmm. to get that stuff out and process that. But they can that. kind of take a little advantage and keep talking, or they can get oh, yes. like really excited yes. about it and keep going. And then you can be like, "Wow, that sounds like so much. Let's talk about tomorrow. Let's rest our body, close mm-hmm. our eyes, and then they'll start talking again. Our mind would start talking again. Yeah. I'd be like." <laughs> Just rest your body now. And I wouldn't even yeah. acknowledge anything they said. I'd be like, mm-hmm, rest your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After you've <laughs> given them the floor yeah. for yeah. a little bit, yeah. it's okay to then set the limit mm-hmm. and say, now it's bedtime. Yes. Yeah. And they for, will talk forever if they if Well, they if they get their audience, right? They're like, oh, look at me. Um, setting a timer sometimes. If we have really chatty ones, like... My oldest, Ireland, is a little bit of a chatster. Um, so I, I did have to set a timer with her. And the timer would go off. I'd say, like, okay, we have two more minutes left, so get those stories out. And she would tell me her stories. <laughs> if she was in the middle of the story, I'd let her finish. Yeah. But then with Ireland, it was always, okay, just lo- one last thing. And I was like, okay, this is your last one, right? So she always got one extra last thing because you always forget the most important part when <laughs> you're told to stop talking. Yes. Yeah. So she would always get one last. Okay, this is your last story. And then now it's, yeah. That was um, your last. Yeah. No more. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, okay, I'll remember you tell me in the morning. You can tell me in the morning, right? So, and then it's, you crawl into bed with them in the morning to wake them up. And I mean, sometimes they crawl into bed with you if they wake up first. Um, and then you say, okay, tell me that story from last night. Half the time they don't remember. It yeah. was just one of those like, yeah. um, what story? Um, I was I was just trying to get you to stay here longer, so I didn't actually have a story. Yeah. It was about the bird that flew over my head yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that bedtime routine, like we said, it doesn't have to be super long, um, but we do want it to be consistent and you want it to be the same before naps. And then those few extra minutes or those extra minutes right before you put them into bed at bedtime, the exact same thing as that nap time routine. So that consistency is going to get cue them. It's going to give them that safety and security of knowing what comes next. It helps their brain produce melatonin, which is our natural, our body's natural sleep aid as well. So now is it okay if dad does the routine slightly different? Yeah. So mom does it this way. Dad does it that way. Yeah. Or is it like we only do it this way? We're, We're all different, right? And we want our children to know that there are differences with how certain people do things so absolutely if dad or you know grandma or your partner like dad likes or, to do the oral stories instead yeah, of reading yeah. a book like mom exactly does. yeah it's it's totally okay for your partner or for you know another person to do it differently you just want to make sure that when they are doing it they're doing it consistently every time as well. And the response to any bedtime behaviors is dealt with consistently. So if you're talking, you know, if you're dealing with a toddler stalling at bedtime, both parents need to be on the same page. Yes. Grandma needs to be on the same page so that everyone knows how to respond to that behavior. But yeah, my husband used to like to do, he didn't like to sing. 
to our children. So he would count to them in Spanish. And that was his little bedtime routine with them. Whereas I would sing the same song that I chose Mm -hmm. to sing Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. I had one family. uh, Dad wrote baby a song and mom sang Twinkle Twinkle. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's totally okay. Mm -hmm. You can, um, but I think the the biggest piece in there is that consistency. But could she ever sing Twinkle Twinkle, right? (laughs) She did. (laughs) Knocked it out of the park every single time. (laughs) Um, But it's that consistency. So, so yes, anybody can put them to sleep. Um, I mean, within reason, obviously, but uh, their own routine. Our little ones get used to, very quickly can adapt to different routines um, as long as they're consistent from day to day. Um, We do have a little bit more on the uh, blog about our, and uh, the YouTube channel we have our, we've actually interviewed our own children Mm, for the bedtime routine, some of their favorite parts. Uh, So definitely check that out. And thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We so appreciate that you've taken that time to come and hang out with us and listen to what we have to say. If you are struggling with sleep or parenting, please know that we have loads of free information on the website um, as well as on the YouTube channel. But if after you've read through everything and you've watched those videos, if you're still struggling, know that you're not alone and that we would love to help. So be sure to check out the website, www.restfulparenting.com. You'll find the link to book your free 15-minute call right there. And if you have any comments or anything you'd like to share with us, please leave them below in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks.